Welcome to the Becoming Unique Podcast, Episode 3. Welcome, guys. So over here at the Becoming Unique Podcast, we want to take our curiosity and learn to go deeper with it. I've been curious with essential oils and slowly trying to introduce them into my life, but just feeling a bit lost. The one oil I do buy on a regular basis is the eucalyptus oil. I love to just rub it in my hands and like inhale it. It's like such a great feeling. It just feels like my chest is opening. I don't even know where I thought to do this, but this is just what I do. I also have purchased a diffuser to try to infuse my home with some natural scents. But that's about the extent of my oil usage. But my spirit has really been telling me I need to go deeper. With my curiosity for oils being in an awakened place, the universe connected me with an amazing woman by the name of Brittany from Essential Wellness with Brit. She will be gracing the Become a Unique podcast today to give us a one-on-one on essential oils. So let's get started with learning about essential oils. Today on the Becoming Unique podcast, we have the lovely Brittany Byers from Essential Wellness with Brit. Welcome. Thank you. Thanks for having me. You're welcome. Today's topic will be Essential Oils 101. But before we get started with all the details behind Essential Oils, let's first find out who Brittany is and your story or your journey behind Essential Oils. Absolutely. So my name is Brittany Byers, and I'm just a girl on a wellness journey for my mind, my body, and my spirit. And I hope that by sharing my experiences and knowledge, I can educate and inspire other people to join me in cultivating a lifestyle that is non-toxic, cruelty-free, one where we understand ourselves on a deeper level, both physically and mentally, with a big emphasis on working with the earth instead of against it, you know, drawing upon the many amazing gifts that the natural world provides for us and for all living creatures. I'm originally from Vancouver, Canada, but I currently live here in Venice, California in Los Angeles. And in my free time, you can find me skateboarding on the Strand, playing my ukulele, traveling, volunteering, and of course, talking about essential oils. Oh, so cool. You sound like the coolest chick. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) You're welcome. That's like, I totally want to move to Venice. Like Mm -hmm. if I move out of New York, I'm moving to Venice. Yes, yes. (laughs) You'll love it. It's such a cool neighborhood for sure yeah it's so my vibe over there and Mm -hmm. I keep saying that to my husband I'm like if I leave New York I'm going to Venice (laughs) (laughs) well come on over yes (laughs) (laughs) okay so now that we know about know your story can you now break down the scientific facts behind essential oils absolutely 
So I've been aware of and using essential oils for a little over 12 years now, but I've more recently really dived into all of the potential that they have and their many uses. Um, I was introduced to the essential oil company doTERRA a little over a year ago and haven't looked back since. Um, I just never knew that essential oils had so many uses or even that there were so many different kinds of oils. And now they're just part of my everyday routine from the minute I wake up to the minute I go to bed. I'm using oils. They're in my supplements. I love to put lemon and turmeric oil in my water bottle for cleansing. I use oils with my crystals when meditating. They're in my toothpaste, my skincare, my cleaning products. And I'm constantly discovering new ways to use them every single day. I just really love them so much. Um, so to break down a little bit about the science behind essential oils, basically they are the aromatic compounds of the plant. There are about 450 known plant species that produce essential oils, and of these only about 150 can be used by humans. And you can extract or distill the oils from the bark, leaves, petals, stems, etc., depending on the plant. And they are 100% natural and safe when used correctly and from a reputable company. And they have been used as medicine for thousands of years, way before the recent invention of synthetic pharmaceutical drugs at the turn of the century. Mm -hmm. um, and unfortunately, as we all know, pharmaceuticals can have a seemingly never-ending list of negative side effects. Um, if you're in the United States, you've probably sat through the end of a drug commercial where they are required to list off all of the harmful potential side effects. Yes. And uh, yeah, and we're seeing the current um, opioid crisis that unfortunately is ravishing our country at the moment. Mm -hmm. But with essential oils, we see none of these side effects and they are able to combat a variety of threats without building up resistance. Now, that's not to say that essential oils should be used without caution. They are very powerful and very potent and come with their own list of warnings and things to consider when using them. But they're, it's not even comparable to that of pharmaceutical drugs. Yeah. And it's important for me to quickly point out and explain right now as well that I'm in no way suggesting to anyone that they stop using their prescri prescribed medication and replace them with essential oils. Uh, that would be very irresponsible. But what I'm suggesting is that we open our minds to the possibilities of natural solutions and that by understanding nature and our bodies better, we can start living a more holistic lifestyle. Yes. Thank you for that disclaimer. <laughs> yes. It's very, very important to mention that. <laughs> yes. Um, when you were speaking, you said a lot of things that I never thought of with essential mm -hmm. oils. I never thought to use it in my toothpaste. Mm -hmm. Like how, like which ones do you use in your toothpaste? Are you adding it to the toothpaste you're already using? Like how does that work? Um, well, I currently use a toothpaste that is created by doTERRA, um, but it contains essential oils like peppermint, cinnamon, clove, and these are essential oils that are known to be antibacterial um, and help to freshen your breath. Okay. Yeah. When you, do use toothpaste mm -hmm. a lot of times it is but peppermint toothpaste I exactly. never just put the two together <laughs> yeah <laughs> but um with using a brand like doTERRA it's basically all natural opposed to a bunch of synthetics being injected into our toothpaste I'm assuming exactly yeah that's right okay so we can use um essential oils in our toothpaste um 
you said we can use it to clean with, I think, mm-hmm. as well, too. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. um, so, so break down, how can we use essential oils as um, our cleaning products as well, too? Sure. So very simply, you can take uh, a citrus oil like lemon, which is known for its cleansing properties, and you can add um, about 30 drops to a bottle with water and vinegar and use that as your your uh, multi-surface cleaning product all throughout your home. Wow. I'm so going to be doing this. <laughs> mm-hmm. like- it's very easy. Wow, that's yeah, and then your house is going to be smelling so good. Exactly, and there's no synthetic chemicals in there. Oh, wow, that's amazing. I'm totally doing that one. So you said toothpaste, um, cleaner. Um, what, what else did you say about the oils? I know there's quite a few things. I lost track. <laughs> yeah, no worries. I also said um, skincare. So uh, you can take essential oils and add them. I have a, um, an unscented moisturizer that I use at night and I just added a couple drops of geranium oil, which is a flower to that because geranium oil has a lot of restorative properties to your skin. It helps with smoothing. It helps with restoring the moisture balance and it's a really great oil to use on your skin. Now, do you suggest a website or a book out there so we know which oils to use for what. Because like, you know, the same oil that you're using for maybe the cleaning, you may not use on your face, I'm assuming. Mm-hmm. So is there like a book or a reference guide so we know like, you know what, I want to start like, you know, jazzing up my skincare. Let me see what oils I can start using. Like, you know, is there a reference or a guide out there? Absolutely. One of my favorite books is called The Essential Oils Hormone Solution. And this is by Dr. Maritza Snyder. Um, She does a great job of breaking down essential oils and explaining their many uses. You can use them in your food, on your skin, or take them um, aromatherapeutically. Um, you can also visit websites like www.doterra.com. That's D-O-T-E-R-R-A. Um, they have a lot of great information. And there are many other essential oil companies such as Sage or um, Young Living that also have a lot of information on their websites as well. And Okay, thank you for that information. I'm also going to look that book up and make sure I link it into mm-hmm. show notes as well. Um, you also mentioned cooking. Yes. Like I've never cooked with an essential oil. Yes. Like, I'm going to have to try this. So yeah. like, is this, it's so like if I, I, a lot of times I cook with lemon, I'm always squeezing fresh, fresh lemon into my food. Mm-hmm. Should I be using a lemon essential oil instead or um so that's one thing I wouldn't use it instead because for the lemon essential oil it actually comes from the rind so when you're using a squeeze of fresh lemon you're wanting to get the acidity from that from the lemon and in the oil none of the citric acid is present because it's coming from the rind and not from the juice so that oh, okay you wouldn't really necessarily get the same flavor profile but that's not to say that you can't use it But there are um, essential oils that come from different herbs, such as oregano, um, cilantro. You can use those for cooking. You can use ginger um, in your tea. You can 
use them for baking. There's so many different uses, but as with anything with essential oils, it's very important to, of course, do your research and make sure that you can, in fact, eat the essential oil. And of course, look into the company and make sure that they are a reputable company that is 100% pure and natural and that there's no other synthetic fillers in their oils. So that's very important as well. So what details should we look for when we're buying the oil to know if there's a synthetic filler or not? It's just as simple as looking at the ingredients. In a pure oil, there should only be one ingredient. For example, if I'm using peppermint oil, the only ingredient in there should be peppermint. Um, you can also look for uh, markers in the um, disclaimer section, like on the product. If it says do not ingest or not for internal use, then you know that it's not a pure oil. Um, and mm -hmm. yeah. Those two main things are very, are probably the most important. And do your research on the company as well. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Mm -hmm. But I'm this, all this information is just so new to me. It's mm -hmm. like, wow, <laughs> I'm really going to be introducing essential oils in so many ways besides the diffuser, because yes. I think that's kind of like one of the only ways I knew is just kind of like putting mm -hmm. a few drops in your diffuser and letting the wound smell like really, really good. Mm -hmm. Um, but not really knowing the details behind it. So I'm so grateful that you're here today. You're yeah. schooling us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's awesome. With the diffusers, that's what um, you're using aromatherapy. And what's happening there is you're breathing in the essential oils through your nose and the scent molecules are triggering your olfactory nerve, which is if you pinch the bridge of your nose right between your eyes, that's where your olfactory nerve lives. And this is responsible for communicating information about olfaction or smell to the brain. Mm -hmm. And so just in the same way that when you go to the doctor and they give you the gas and that affects you and, you know, knocks you out and puts you to sleep. That's how powerful breathing in molecules through your olfactory nerve can be. So in the same way, essential oils can be used for different benefits and different properties in that way, aromatherapeutically. You know, there are so many essential oils out there because I also think it's kind of trending. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> you go to TJ Maxx, you go to Marshalls, you go yeah. everywhere, like there's essential oils around. Yeah. And now I know to start looking for, you know, details, mm -hmm. like the only ingredient should be that essential oil. Exactly. But um, if we do go ahead and buy a synthetic oil, will it give, give us the same effect? Because I know like TJ Maxx, you may see a whole bundle is $15 for mm -hmm. like 10, <laughs> 10, 10 different oils. Even So I'm assuming it's probably going to be um, synthetic at that price. Exactly. Now, will, it's going to, I'm assuming, make the room smell probably the same, but mm -hmm. will it give the same effects? No, it won't because um, assumingly the, the plant extract is not present there or if at all it's a very small amount so you can of course use those essential oils or and I even um, hesitate calling them essential oils but you can use those for to make your room smell nice of course I would not suggest putting them on your body or in um, but you would not be receiving any of the of the benefits like for example if you want lavender oil to help you feel calm um, mm -hmm. you would not be getting that necessarily from a synthetic product. Okay. 
So it's very important that we pay attention to what's going on. Exactly. Especially if we want to use it um, more, I guess, in a therapeutic way. Exactly. Um, We need to pay attention. So um, thank you for this information Mm because I was completely clueless out there. (laughs) And that's what the, and that's what those companies want you to to be. They want you to be clueless so that you just trust them and buy their product. (laughs) Yeah, and sometimes you're also looking at prices, or you're yes. at TJ Maxx, and they have the whole setup. They you see all these diffusers, and you're seeing the oils, and you're like, "I'm getting this, this, and that." Yeah. Um. So you know they brand it out to you. Mm-hmm. And now I think I also heard you say you use the um you use the oils in your water as well too. Mm-hmm. So yeah. which oils do you um use in your water? Any oil that can that is safe for consumption internally can be used in your water. It just really depends on what you're looking for. For myself, I love turmeric for its anti-inflammatory properties. And then lemon's very cleansing. That's a very common um, combination. So I'll add that to my water in the morning to get my um, digestive system working. You can use peppermint in your water if you're having some tummy troubles. You can use ginger in your water for tummy troubles. There's all kinds of options it kind of just depends on what you're looking for and what you what taste you like as well you don't have to use an oil always if you don't like it oils can be used or many different oils can cover the same um symptoms Mm -hmm. so it's it's uh it's important to kind of explore the world and um be adventurous when you're trying new oils see what what resonates with you Okay, I'm definitely going to be starting this. How many drops <laughs> would you say I need to drop into, like, you know, a bottle of water? Mm-hmm. So a little goes a long way with oils. They're very, very potent. Um, so one drop literally is more than enough. You should not consume more than 20 drops total in 24 hours, whether that's putting it on your skin or in your body. Um and if you're doing like a combo, like if I'm doing like lemon and turmeric, one drop of lemon, one drop of turmeric, uh, sometimes with the bottles and the droppers, one escapes out and you don't want it to. And you'll notice, you'll notice that extra drop for sure. <laughs> They're very so, strong. Now I have a, another question with the water bottles, the water bottles that we're using to keep the water insulated and cold. The, mm-hmm. Do the drops react to the metal inside? Nope. Metal is okay. So is glass. Uh, But you don't want to be using plastic because essential oils are very volatile and they can break down uh, the plastic and start releasing the toxins into your whatever liquid you have in there. So you definitely want to stick to either metal or glass when you're storing your oils, preferably glass. Okay, that's that's good to know. Mm-hmm. And it's good to know about the, the plastic as well, too. Um, now, going back to the skincare or mm-hmm. our lotions, when you're making your, like, lotion, I'm assuming that you're, you're taking a, a jar, like a four-ounce jar, and you're, you know, mixing the oils in. How many drops of oil would you do, like, let's say, in the, a little four-ounce jar? Um, I don't know the measurements offhand, but what I did was I looked up uh, – the size of the jar online and you can find that information there. I believe okay. in my little, I, and I, I took another company's product as well. You can make your own 
skincare products and that's definitely something I'd like to explore but I haven't yet but I did use um, like a natural skincare company that had an unscented moisturizer and then I added the essential oils in there I believe probably for a small jar I'd say maybe like four or five drops very small okay. amount okay Okay. Okay. This is something I have to, um, <laughs> I'm going to be doing so much exploring on this yeah. oil path. <laughs> it's fun. And Pinterest is your best friend when it comes to essential oils. Is it? Yes. Both of my daughters are like Pinterest girls, but I can't seem to get it. Like it no. hasn't clicked yet. They have their boards and they, they're looking <laughs> stuff up all the time. And they're like, you have to pin stuff. I'm like, I don't understand. I'm just like lost. But um, Pinterest keeps coming up. So I think I need to figure out this whole Pinterest world. Yes, um, definitely. <laughs> um, these are like some pretty amazing, interesting facts and information that you're like get blessing us with oh, today. Thank you. <laughs> Like, did we miss anything we got? You can have in your water, you can cook with it, you can brush your teeth with it, you can make um, cleaning products with it, you can put it in your skincare. Mm-hmm. Um, did we miss anything? Or did, oh, and then, of course, the aromatherapy as yep. well. Um, yeah. That's, I mean, that's the tip of the iceberg, really. There are many, many uses, and I learn new things every day about different ways to use them. You can also make your own pure fume we like to call it instead of perfume pure fume um roller balls and you can just pop that in your purse and have that with you throughout the day and then you can just roll it on whenever you feel like you need a little mm-hmm. a little a scent yeah a little lift <laughs> <laughs> exactly okay so we're gonna have to guys like now that we even just start started getting this information like Google, YouTube is about to be my best friend. Yes. Thank you, oils. Just yes. to just start feeding myself with so much more information. Absolutely. Okay. So now that we got all of these details out about essential oils for us to just start exploring, mm-hmm. you know, let me know um, what Brittany has going on for her in the near future. Do you have any like projects, anything you're working on? Yes, actually, I'm working on launching um, a vegan charcuterie board company, and it's called Couteau, which Ooh. is French for knife. And I'm aiming to launch in time for the American Thanksgiving uh, in 2020. And I'll be delivering in LA County to start with, with the goal of expanding to maybe a subscription box and one day a brick and mortar European style vegan deli even. Um, Yeah, I feel like everyone loves a good charcuterie board, but unfortunately vegans are often left out or if they are included, they're just given options of grapes and olives and hummus, which is not very exciting. Uh But nowadays there are so many amazing tasty alternative meat and cheese products as the vegan movement continues to gain momentum. So I curate my favorites and arrange them on a beautiful board for your event or party or get together and uh, yeah. Couto makes it easy for you. Oh, I can't wait. Like, I'm going to be the first with the subscription box. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. I just had to figure out the shipping with uh, shipping temperature sensitive items. So once I get that organized, then they'll be shipped across America. Oh, yeah. that You'll have that all figured out very soon. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, but before we close this very informative show out today, 
I would like to ask you one more question. What does becoming unique mean to you? Becoming unique means to me, means figuring out what makes you unique or what makes you who you are, your special parts of yourself and showing them to the rest of the world, not being afraid to be your true, unique version of yourself. Yes, exactly. (laughs) We all have to remember to stay on our path of becoming unique. We all need to be our one of a kind selves out here in this world. Absolutely. So lastly, please let everyone know where they can find you. Yes. So my wellness Instagram account is at essentialwellness.with.brit. And from there, you can find a link to my personal Instagram and a link to my link tree, which has YouTube videos, doTERRA information, and lots of other great stuff as well. Yes. If you guys didn't quite get it, I will have it in the show notes. So just make sure you just click on it and you go visit um, Brittany's page and subscribe, you know, um, follow, do all that good stuff. I thank you so much for being here with me. Um, Brittany, you have been amazing. (laughs) (laughs) You have just blessed us with so much information and I'm so grateful for it. Thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. I'm so grateful for you having me here on your podcast and allowing me to share my knowledge with everyone. Yes, you're welcome. Okay, bye, guys. Bye. Thank you, Brittany. And that's a wrap with the lovely Brittany. Brittany really gave us the one-on-one to start our journey into essential oils. I just wanted to add one more topic that we seem to not touch on today, which is essential oils and pets. Before recording the podcast, Brittany and I had a conversation over a Zoom call and I expressed how my daughter's dog seemed to have some anxiety while traveling and how I was interested in trying out essential oils on the dog. Brittany sent me an article discussing how essential oils do not have the same effects on pets as they do humans and in fact could be dangerous, especially tea tree oil. So please do your research if you have pets and you want to start to introduce essential oils into your lifestyle. To close out today's show, I would like to leave you with this quote. Allow yourself to be a beginner. No one starts out excellent. Thank you for listening to the Becoming Unique podcast. I will see you again next Sunday. Bye.